Welcome to Dr. Three, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I am your host, Daring Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Grandmasters Caster, Dragon Rider, and Major Death. So <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't that get in. old. That doesn't that doesn't get old at all. Nope. That's great. It's gotta say I mean I you know, to to be fair, it was a guest casting. I hope it becomes more permanent. That would be that would be sweet. Uh but you know, I will I will take what I can get at this point, but uh whew, my my cheeks are red. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't take that out. I don't intend to, so if you wanna I, yeah. You can take it out all you want. I'm still going to say it. Like, I know we you don't. Will. That's why I'm not going to bother taking it out. You'll still say it. And that's, there's not like a inflection on a note for me to inflect on Major Dust's name. It's just, that's how I say it. So, uh, speaking of Major Death, why don't you give us last week's poll question? All right, last week's poll question, we asked you, what class do you think benefits the most from the balance changes that were implemented? Uh, We had 41 votes. Thank you to all of you that voted. And with just over 50%, 53.7 to be exact, Warrior emerged victorious in this week's poll question. Druid was second with 24.4%, Rogue third, 14.6%. And then we did have a couple votes for others, 7.3%, but nobody replied to tell us what that other class was that benefited the most from the balance changes. So we just have to, we'll just have to, it'll have to be, remain a mystery, I guess. So uh, it it's interesting. Druid jumped out to the early lead in the poll. I watched the first few votes came in for Druid, but ultimately Warrior ended up surging, surging ahead and, the fact that you've seen any warrior at all on ladder the last week probably proves that it did have a pretty big effect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the other is mage. Cause I feel like mage. Yeah. Has, mage has seen yeah. a lot of play. Yep. I had a lot of mirror matches today. So, uh, all right. Let us move to the news. Not a lot this week. So we'll get through it quickly. Hearthstone 2021 World Championship is set for December 18th and 19th. The top eight players from around the world will face off in a for a share of the 500,000 USD dollars prize pool. First four players have already been decided via Grandmaster Season 1 and China Gold Series. They are Nalgadon from North America, Possessi from APEC, and frenetic from EU and uh, Zhao Bai in the Chinese region. The f- uh, remaining four players will be determined by Grandmaster Season 2 in October, and the second Chinese Gold Series Championship will be determined in de- uh, December, or excuse me, November. Now, Zhao Bai won the most recent Masters Tour. Was it the one before, wasn't it? Or he was a uh, fun. He won the uh, the Chinese Grandmasters uh, that I mentioned. Was it? I brought that up last yeah. year, two weeks ago. Um, so that was in the first weekend of September that that happened. He um, so taught. That, that was part of the. He was. I think it was in the finals. If he didn't win, 
uh, two Masters tours ago, which was Silver Moon, I think, or Silver Moon the last one. I don't know. He was in the top. I guarantee you, Shao Bai. I'm pretty sure one one of the more recent Masters tours. Uh, on top of, uh, if not, he top aided, probably was in the finals. So, um, <laughs> I remember that name. So, uh, then we have King Rostakan and Elise Starseeker hero portraits with their card backs available in the game shop. King Rostakan was originally available as part of Rostakan's Rumble pre-order. Elise Starseeker was originally available as part of the Saviors of Uldum pre-order. Each bundle is available for $15. And then we have Ali Timu, the master of the glide, Gabby, and Frozen win week six of Grandmasters. Uh, this week was the final week of Last Hero Standing for uh, format of the season. APAC Ali Timu won three to one over Alan with a lineup of Quest OTK, Demon Hunter, Face Hunter, Garot Rogue, and Control Warrior. EU, Gabby 132 over Yarla, with a lineup of OTK, Fell Demon Hunter, Anaconda Celestial Druid, Garot Rogue, and Big Warrior. And uh, in North America, Frozen 130 over Rami 94, with a lineup of Death Rattle Demon Hunter, Quest Mage, Garot Rogue, and Control Warrior. Notes, with the nurse to Lucia and the demon seed, Priest was the only brought by three players, while the number of warlocks ranged from the EU's three to Apex eight. Rogue, demon hunter, and druid were the top classes, while warrior was brought by 15 players. In America's, all 10 classes saw play for the first time since the opening week of the season. So, let, let, let's go over to... Uh, oh, go ahead, Dragon Rider. I, I was just gonna say it's it's interesting looking at this because yeah, there were the nerfs right that hit multiple classes, and uh, after the nerfs, like this this week of play for Grandmasters was back to the last hero standing, like you mentioned. So I, I feel like last hero standing usually is not quite a a just bring the best deck lineup you kind of want to have more of a cohesive strategy when you're building a lineup for last year's standing so like the lineups were just kind of all over the place which was i feel like probably pretty good for the the average uh viewer i'm not sure how <laughs> how the players felt about it but pretty interesting to to note how a mix-up of nerfs and the format kind of really influenced the lineups. Um, I don't have very much for the tournament section today, but uh, just wanted to mention that the Global Esports Federation had a classic, uh, classic mode team-based tournament that happened Monday and Tuesday uh, that was streamed on their Twitch channel and on their YouTube. Uh, here is the spoiler alert. If you don't want to hear who wins, skip ahead a little bit. We had Team Kraken, which comprised of Monsanto, Language Hacker, and Trump SC winning the event. Um, really cool to watch. I got to watch uh, a good chunk of it. And just the the quality of the broadcast and, and all of that was really awesome. They were in person, so you actually got to see them on the stage and, and next to each other and, and that kind of stuff. So it was really cool, um, really well, well put together. Uh, and then... 
in two weeks, we have the team No Pros here is hosting a Mercenaries tournament on Wednesday, October 13th, which, yes, that is the day after Mercenary comes out. <laughs> uh, but it is a best of three double elimination tournaments. And each player is going to bring six mercenaries. And that is going to be casted. They're going to stream it. And it's going to be casted by Mullahu TV and drumroll, please. I was probably terrible. You probably couldn't hear it. But yeah, that was, yeah. it was okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't do very good either. Me. We know you. We yeah. do know you, believe it or not. <laughs> I, I I hope so. I mean, there's there might be a limit to how well even myself knows me, but that's a whole different topic. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's gonna be gonna be really awesome. I know. Uh, I've definitely spoken a lot on here how excited I am for mercenaries. Um, I think I've mentioned on here, but yeah, we've got myself and my two other fellow hosts uh we're getting everything kind of finalized and trying to to nail down everything but we're going to be starting our mercenaries podcast a weekly podcast here very soon as well so um i'm I'm really excited to actually get to try to cast something that's not standard and see what people bring early on in mercenaries and uh you know get to kind of see how a mercenaries tournament might be run so pretty excited for that we'll have the uh the battle link if you want to check that out but you guys have any thoughts on that or any of this tournament stuff? I watched a little bit of the uh, Global Esports Classic uh, tournament. I love, love, love team-based play. I absolutely love it. When they have those uh, moments where the team is talking about a turn and stuff and you get to listen in, I think is some of the best Hearthstone to watch because hearing the different points of view and hearing how people, different people are looking at a, at a given turn, I think is really interesting. And I also just loved hearing Brian Kibler do, do Hearthstone casting again. It's been quite a while since we've uh, seen him do it. It was him and, and that's admirable who I also kind of missed seeing behind the desk. And so um and it was interesting because, like, I had played some I played some classic over since it was released, and so, um, yeah, just seeing some real high level play with regards to to that game mode was was kind of fun uh, fun to see because when when it was the kind of mode and standard and all that sort of stuff, I wasn't paying as close attention to the game at that point. So, uh, so, so this was like. Uh, it would have been presumably when, uh, when, when they were doing that way back, way back when. I, I very much like the idea. I'm going to have to go back and watch some of this because I completely had forgotten about that. Until you just said that I'm like, Oh, I did really enjoy his casting. And obviously Brian Kibler is a treasure. So it's, uh, it's it's would be nice to hear it. I'm sure I can find this uh, the uh, bods on YouTube, so I'll go back and check them out. So that that seems cool. Like, ah, uh, classic is classic's interesting to me in a certain sense, but it was it was it was the same way I looked at um, WoW classic. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. I can see the appeal, 
but the quality of life in the game since classic yeah i would prefer to play standard than classic and then like i tried like classic when it first came out and i'm like oh yeah this was yeah i remember this bs yeah okay (laughs) Leroy, Shadow Step, Leroy, Shadow Step, Leroy. How much man is that again? That's eight? Yeah, okay, that's 24 damage. Yeah, yeah, no, or 18 damage, but still. It's just it's just a new and different kind of BS than we've had in standard recently. That's all. That's, that's all. I mean, it is different, but it is like somehow to me it's like more enraging than like standard. Like standard I can predict, like standard is uh interesting but like you know i i can at least potentially predict classic it's um duels that i will not touch with like a 10 foot pole because the bowl in that is like the like it's like oh don't you want to play dungeon runs against other people i'm like no like i it's fun when i'm doing it. it's a computer opponent it's not so much fun when they ramp up the you know <laughs> when I get high rolled because of somebody's treasure. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's like, yeah, I'm I'm good on that mode. I'm glad people enjoy it. It's just not for me. So like, I, but I I think I can see the merit to that, and I'm I'm looking forward to going watch it because like, a the casting sounds great, and it sounds like they got a very good cast of characters to play. So. Yeah, I think for me, like I'm not really big into classic either. I've tried it, and it's just kind of like, eh, it's not really my jam. But uh, I just was really excited to see, like, the in-person kind of event again and see, you know, the stage and, the you know, they, they gave the trophy at the end. Just that, that whole experience of, of a tournament I've really missed, <laughs> you know, especially because of all the COVID stuff. We haven't had those. And it's like, so for me, I was like, yeah, in-person event. We get a cool stage and lights and it, it's cool, and, you know. It, so that's what I really liked about it as well. It was it was definitely well put together and exciting to watch. Um, but yeah, we are not very far into our show, and that is all of our news and our tournaments. Wow, not much going on right now. <laughs> there, I'm sure they're all like working like crazy to get all of the mercenary stuff done. Um, but yep. I figured. Er- I was just going to say, we're a week out from the balance patch. You know, obviously there's, you know, your, how how you're feeling, I guess, about the balance changes since then is going to be up to kind of individual preference. I I feel like there's, I feel like there's more variety, but at the same time, it also feels like there's more of the same uh, as there was before. You know, some of the good decks are still really good. Some of the, uh, you know, we're seeing Warrior now, which is kind of nice, which was definitely not a thing. But we're just kind of in this pattern now where we're, yeah, Mercenaries is the next thing that's coming. And then we're not going to see the mini set probably until the end of October, or early November. So we're kind of just sitting in this, what the meta is now is probably what the meta is going to be over the next few weeks until until the mini set comes out, so. Yep, I I agree. I think we're we're probably in it for the next couple of weeks now, unless something really dramatic happens. But uh, you know, I was I was really inspired. I think I I enjoyed and was inspired by 
mages uh, game that we did a couple weeks back. And so I, I pitched this idea of like, okay, well, what if we do another game show type thing? But I'll come up with stuff and I'll, I'll be like the host that kind of asks the things. So I came up with the who, what, and why game show. And if all of you want to play along, again, thank you, Mage, for the wonderful ideas. <laughs> if you want to play along at home as well, we would definitely love to hear your answers to the questions. We're going to, I think, probably set up a channel in our Discord for these. We'll post the questions in there so you you know you can reference them easily uh but you know throw your throw your answers in there too and you know if there's anything that's really really awesome that we really like and we'll uh, probably talk about it next week but if you want to join then feel free do that along with us and let's start with the who section and some questions here so let's go mage first who is your favorite alternate hero portrait and why There's, there's several really good alternate hero portraits that, that I like. Um, I am a huge fan of Sylvanas, and so having that hunter portrait is really good. Um, I'm a big WoW fan, so obviously uh, she's a very central character in WoW, as is Prince Arthas. Uh, the fact that we got him as part of the... Uh, part of defeating the Lich King, I thought was a great reward. And so that has some special meaning to me, but my favorite alternate hero portrait is actually Cadgar the mage. And part of the reason is I'm a big wow fan. And he was a big part of wow when I was playing. And part of it was kind of the, a little bit of the exclusivity of getting him. You had to buy him through the Apple iTunes thing. It was part of a part of a, a promotion. They were doing a, a charity thing, I want to say, for, for like uh, $5 or something. You could buy the portrait and uh, um, you, you could have that. And it felt really cool to have this portrait that not as many other people had. And the fact that he had really cool voice lines and stuff, I, I was, I'm just a big fan, and I continue to be a huge Cadgar fan. He is my my mage portrait more often than not. Okay. All right. Yeah, daring. Go ahead. <laughs> Who is your favorite alternate hero portrait, and why? Um, it. it is also a mage. Like there, there's um, there's a lot of debate on this, but I mean, when it comes down. It's Kalthazad. It's got to be Kalthazad. If you know anything about me, it's an undead necromancer. Like, come on. He's a skeleton. He's literally a skeleton. Like, that's like the coolest thing. And like that we, he came with that like Egyptian style card back, which I also very much dig. So like his whole aesthetic just, it, it hits home for me. So like, and I have very fond memories of raiding uh, Nexoramus back in the day. So it, it's got to be Kalthazad for me. What about you, Dragon Rider? You get to answer too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I will. I will. That That's a good answer. And okay, I'm, I'm a little surprised because uh, I feel like I'm going to answer too because I'm going to cheat. <laughs> 
because I'm the host. Answered, I kind of answered three, so you're okay. okay all right, um, all right, fair. <laughs> I I think one of my favorites is actually also one of the mage portraits. I think all of us said a mage portrait, uh, but I am going in a bit of a a different direction. So it's it's kind of tied for me in for the mage portraits. Um, I really like the uh, the one thousand win fire fire mage Sheena. I think she's just probably so different from all the frost ones that it's like she stands out to me. So I really like her. Yeah, that's an um, awesome one. Yeah, but I actually think my favorite mage one is the uh, cool Tehran Jana. <laughs> okay, I cannot talk. Wow, <sighs> cool. T- <laughs> why can't i say that oh lord all right uh you all know what i'm trying to say it was earnable after purchasing the tavern pass from one of them but she just she's standing there there's like water elementals behind her she just looks super majestic she's got like the white hair with the the kind of gold streak in her hair i don't know i don't know i just really really like that one um but i think my favorite one to use is um, when I'm playing Paladin, and I really like Lady Liadrin. That's I don't fair. know why. I just, I love Lady Liadrin. That's a cool one. It's Cool Turan, by the way. Cool Turan. Cool Turan. Thank you. I I feel like I know that, but my brain just did not want to form the words. Don't worry. That happens to me all the time. <laughs> and then I couldn't even say Jaina, so I don't know what was happening there. Um. Okay, so let's go to the next question. Uh, let's start with you, Daring. Who is the person that got you into Hearthstone? Let's see. That would be my my best friend and former roommate, uh, Phil. Um, he was. We were living together at the time, and he was like, "Hey, I found this." He's like, he's a Blizzard fan too. We'd raided together. And, um, he's like, you should try Hearthstone. It's like, kind of like magic, but it's online and it's better than magic, the gathering online. So like that kind of got me into it. He helped me learn the game, the basics of, uh, you know, being more competitive in a, in a card game. So like I got my start from him and then my brother also kind of helped me keep going with it too. Cause we would, we would play together and he used to uh, Hearthstone podcast when he played. So, yep, that that would be my answer for that one. I I don't have a person. I've told this story before. The per- the uh, entity that got me in was Blizzard. They offered a mount in Heroes of the Storm when I was playing Heroes of the Storm. If you played Hearthstone. So I played Hearthstone, and I now play exclusively Hearthstone, and I don't play Heroes of the Storm anymore. So, they uh, uh, yeah. nice cross promotion, Blizzard. You you did you 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 got you got yourself another whale in your uh, in your card game. Uh, yes, I remember that. It was. Did they have two different card back mounts, or just one? I can't remember. I feel like there were two. I think- the the one that I remember going for was the like the first card back that you get the like the regular card back was like 
almost like a flying carpet sort of thing in Heroes of the Storm. And so that was what I was trying to get was that. Okay. Yeah. I thought they had like a legend, the legend card back too, but now I can't remember. Or maybe I wished they did. I don't know. <laughs> we we were talking about it before the show. I time and my brain just do not work so i'm like i don't know i vaguely remember that I, that could have been like 15 years ago for all i know i have no idea <laughs> um my my story is kind of like yours too though i didn't have a specific person that got me into hearthstone uh i grew up playing the pokemon trading card game and magic the gathering and, and all of that and uh grew up playing blizzard games played a ton of like Warcraft 2 Tides of Darkness specifically and Starcraft growing up. Uh, so, you know, I, I was very into some of the, the Blizzard worlds. And then I just remember getting like an email when beta was happening. Um, like, hey, you want to be, you know, you want to join in the beta of this, you know, Blizzard card game. And I was pretty much like, yep, sign me up. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Blizzard and card game. Yes. And I uh, pretty much never stopped playing. <laughs> so, yeah, it wasn't really a person, but interesting. I, I just, I feel like there's such a v- wide variety of stories like that, that I always kind of like to to hear, like, what what people, you know, incentivize them or, or encourage them, who encouraged them, you know, what it was that got them into the game. Um, all right, well, Mage, let's start with you now. Who was your go-to creator when you wanted to first get quote-unquote serious with Hearthstone? I think the first creator I really spent a great deal of time watching was uh, Kriparian. Uh, I He played Arena, uh, though I, and I was playing, you know, what was constructed and then standard. Um, but I remember... He was one of the first people I, I watched and watched regularly when I was trying to learn how to play Hearthstone. And uh, and some of it did, fall, you know, kind of move over, but, you know, some of it obviously a little bit different between Arena and, st- and Constructed Play. But I, I remember him being somebody I watched a lot when I was first starting out. How about you, Darren? Um, so I didn't really get into content creators until, um, a while into my Hearthstone career. Um, back when I started the Daring Reporter, um, I started listening to a lot of, uh, pod or Hearthstone podcasts, believe it or not. And honestly, the one I felt that gave me the most edge and the one that I kept going back to actually learn and get better at the game was Coin Concede. Like Coin Concede was just ridiculously well put together and just the 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 insight from hat and bodicus and kenny at the time so yep it was it was ridiculously good it, yeah it was ridiculously like good was. Da, da, yeah. Da. i'm sorry <laughs> exactly. i'm sorry i didn't give you the snare the you know the the drum roll on that one but you know <laughs> Yeah, I I feel like anybody that has even dabbled in Hearthstone podcasts, you, you probably at least have heard of Coin Concede if you have not listened to it. Um, that's fair though. Yeah, I I mean I put creator in the question, so that's that's valid. I I actually thought about this one for a long time for myself when I was putting these questions together, um, because I 
don't feel like there was one specific creator uh, because I'm very much a person that uh, when I get into something, I get into something. So for me, it was like all the podcasts, like as many streams as I could watch all the time, Um, like all or nothing. Um, But I feel like in my early days, really trying to learn and improve I actually remember watching a ton of Strife Crow's stream. And uh, he was actually one, you mentioned the the casting earlier, but Strife Crow actually was doing some of the casting as well for that classic tournament. Uh, and I, I feel like at the time, I really learned a lot from him because he was one of those players who he just explained what he was thinking and explained it very, very well. So I could sit there and just like listen and watch what he was doing. Like, oh, okay, that's why he's doing that. Okay. And and so I felt like I really got to learn a lot, um, you know, and there's nothing wrong with a variety of creators, you know, for, for me, when I really wanted to get serious and learn, I had a hard time watching some creators who, you know, more focused on the chat or played off meta decks because that wasn't what I was looking for at that time. So, so I think for me, it was a, uh, Strife Crow was really kind of my my go-to kind of like, yes, I can really sit down and learn. Um, All right, let's uh, let's switch over. Daring, who would you like to have a Hearthstone conversation with? Oh, man, that is (laughs) that is a a hard one. Um, If if I was to pick. Um, in the world of Hearthstone, I think I would like to sit down and have a conversation with European Grandest Masters Caster Saddle because I love his I love his commentary and his fighting game. I, I'm sorry, Mage was did I take your answer? Mage you has his so, jaw you like totally, on the floor. You totally <laughs> took my answer. Holy cow. Continue. But, continue. Yeah, we didn't talk about this. We did not. Just, no, we did not. Mage's face was just shocked. Um, but, like, I also really enjoy that he has the the history in the fighting game community. He will make references to the fighting game community. He's made super turbo references in casting. And I'm like... I love this. I need to, like, I would love to, like, sit down and not only talk Carstone, but fighting games with Saddle. Because, like, I think that would be super cool. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, I will tell you the first, uh, I, I will tell you for the longest time the person was Ben Brode. That he just is absolutely electric. I got a chance to meet him at BlizzCon. Couldn't say more than about five words to him because I was so starstruck by him. Um, so I'd love to actually have an, a real conversation as opposed to, you know, me just kind of standing there with my with my mouth open. But yes, if, if somebody that's kind of in the game community now, it would be Saddle. I think he's incredibly intelligent. I think he is a really, really well, can really well articulate what he's what he's saying. I, I think he's seems like he's a very incredible player and somebody that uh, I think I would really just kind of enjoy the conversation. And, you know, I, I'm thinking whatever this sort of conversation would be, you know, it's 
obviously you're not going to talk to somebody and, and have it be like a, a situation where I'm going to learn something and, and that if you do, it's, it might be applicable for right now, but it might not continue to be applicable going forward. So getting like information about now, but just somebody that seems fun, seems interesting, seems very intelligent, seems like he's got a lot going for him. Saddle seems like somebody I would really like to talk to. So yeah, you took, you totally stole my answer, but it's a good answer. So I'll let that slide. So, okay. I, I am also going to say one of the Hearthstone casters, but I feel again, I don't know. I don't know how I'm doing this. I feel like I'm cheating because in a way, I kind of got to have a conversation with like all of the casters <laughs> when we did our like our prep the week that I was a guest. So I feel like I'm cheating. But uh I I don't know. I I feel like for me, I would love to actually just sit down and be able to just spend a bunch of time talking with Gia. I feel like she has been along with with Cora um and she was the other one I was thinking. So like either of them, but you know, as as a woman who has been in the scene for so long, they are such role models for me, you know, and they're and they're doing what I want to do, right? They're doing the casting. They they've played in tournaments. Uh, you know, friggin' obviously Gia is like a, just a total badass player too. Like the you know, the um the ESL tournaments they did the the all women tournament and then Gia ended up winning and then they did the follow-up tournament, like, uh, you know, the like return of Gia. And I don't know. I just, I would love to sit down and talk with her and and kind of just pick her brain and chat with her about casting and playing in tournaments and just, you know, doing what she loves and cares about, you know, regardless of what society may, may say or not say, Uh, as well as uh, talk, talk with her about just, the other kind of struggles and things that she's dealt with uh, being a caster from another country. She's in the Philippines and I, I know she's even talked about it on social media in the past, but she's had issues and, and struggles with like visas to be able to actually travel and, and be part of casting. So I just think she has such a, a great story to tell and I would love to be able to sit down and, and get her story. Um, yeah, that's a good option. Yeah, good yeah, she's she's wonderful. I love her casting yeah. too. So, yeah, her and Derek she's are like hilarious. So, they are like they are. They're funny. Yeah. And they're so analytical. Yes, it's they like, are. It's like ah, and, I love it. If you don't, if you don't watch every region of Hearthstone Grandmasters, like you're you're missing out. Like go back and watch the vods, the cast. Like the games are really good, but the casting is just it's top tier. Like. Everyone they have is just phenomenal. So, like, can't say enough good things. Absolutely. All right. Mage, let's hear your answer first. Who is your favorite Hearthstone original slash specific Hearthstone specific character? I know this is actually, uh, well, the previous question and this one uh, were kind of from, from your brain. So give us your, your answer first here and then... Uh, Daring and I can follow suit. It is the wonderful Murloc from the League of Explorers, Sir Finley Murgleton, is the answer to this question. I don't know. I, I loved the original card. I loved the way they brought him back uh, during Saviors of Old Doom. Uh, it, it's 
I just the the accent, the uh, just I I just that was that was a great character. I'm glad they created it. I, I'm a big fan of Murlocs, so there there's there you go there. So yeah, Sir Finley Murgleton, easy hands down, my favorite or Hearthstone original character. Barry, uh, I it's hard. I feel like. I feel like this isn't a cop-out, but I want to say, even though I know it's technically not an original Dr. Boom, but I feel like Dr. Boom was made a Hearthstone character more than he was a a little random WoW character. Like, Hearthstone, he's a Hearthstone character now. He's not really a WoW character anymore, so, like, I feel like Dr. Boom is it. Like, the funniest, like, had an expansion based around him. Like, just had the hero card. Love the hero card. Love the banter. Like, one of the, one of my favorite things was, uh, the, uh, um, the interaction between playing two Dr. Booms and like, who is that handsome devil? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, yeah. Obviously, and the, I'm suiting up you here every single time. We, you listen to our podcast, so like, it seems pretty straightforward for me. That voice line just haunts my dreams. Man, I hated playing that meta. I hated Dr. Boom so much. You mean you love Dr. Boom so much? No, the, the thing that should haunt you is the, we're gonna be rich. <laughs> I know as somebody who plays wild, that is definitely... <laughs> Uh, something that haunts my dreams. That's fair. Who who who's who is your favorite Hearthstone original character? Well, mine. You love him. You hate him. The good old Bob the bartender. He's my favorite. I I just feel like it's it's so cool that they implemented this whole new character and he's like taken on a whole life of his own, you know, and, and there's so much discussion, you know, and people, you know, you see on social media, like, oh, I hate Bob or Bob's not giving me this thing. And it's just it's like so funny to think about the, you know, out of context. That would be really weird. Like Bob didn't give me the minions I wanted. Like what? But it, I just find it so cool that they created this whole entire new character for a game mode in the game. So I I love Bob. I enjoy robot bartender Anna from Overwatch because <laughs> it's the same voice. It's the same voice. Every time I hear her talking to you, I'm like, oh, what about Jack and how he's looking? <laughs> like, it's the same voice. It's the same voice actress. I'm like, this is just Anna. Just just give me a portrait of Anna is in Hearthstone. <laughs> All right, let's go. Darren, this last question for the who section. Who is your favorite mercenary introduced during Year of the Griffin? Uh, it's that's hard, but I think um, it's got to be Guff. It's got to be Guff just because he is so he's silly. He's like the most he's the least serious out of all of the mercenaries. Um, like he makes me laugh like his portraits are funny like i just like the aloofness of of guff so like i think i think he's pretty fun um if i had a second one i think it'd be zyrella 
I think Zyrell is really cool too. I mean, I think they're all well designed. The only one like, like I don't like Tamsin just because she's she is just such like an ass. Like I'm like you're just a bad guy. Like there's nothing like redeeming about you. Like like what do you want me? Like should I feel anything other than God? She sucks. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like Tamsin Rome is just an ass. So I'm like, all right, well I don't like her. Hey, daring. Ask me which is my favorite mercenary introduced during the Year of the Griffin. What What is your favorite mer- uh, <laughs> mercenary introduced in the Year of the Griffin? Tamsin Rome is my favorite. Because I like both versions of the card. I liked the Book of Mercenaries, uh, the single-player content that, uh, the, that was built around her. I, I I like the character. I think it I think it's interesting. I definitely agree that she has an edge, and uh, uh, I I just I like the character. I think it's. I don't, I'm not saying uh, the character is bad. I'm not saying the character is no, bad. I'm just yeah. saying she's a bad guy. And I'm like every time they do this, like with Gul'dan, I'm like I feel like I should be relating to the action, like. I should be like wanting to complete the mission and like, you know, keep doing it. And I'm just like hers. I'm like, I'm what? Like, I, I don't know. Like those ones. I'm just like, I don't want to be the bad guy here. Like I want to be the good guy or like, like it, I want to be the bad guy when it's fun. Like I don't want to kill the other mercenaries and like try and destroy Stormwind. That might be my alliance uh, roots talking. So <laughs> clearly have not played enough horde and it shows daring it shows okay uh <laughs> where where the alliance this question there dra- <laughs> dragon rider uh i the actually number 2 for daring is the the one that i was going to say i i love zyrella i think she's super cool i love the depth of her character a lot of the the artwork uh for her throughout the portraits and you know, just everything that they've shown of her, even like her port, like her artwork on some of the cards in game, I think are just fantastic. So I've, uh, I've really enjoyed seeing Zyrella. Tamsin's got some good hero portraits too. Yeah. I like like all three of those. Yeah. Yeah. There are some really good ones. I would say the, the mercenary hero portraits are really on point. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up our who, question section so let's move on to our what and we'll say mage what was the first class you got 500 wins with that is easy it was shaman (laughs) shaman was really powerful for uh, a lot of my play early on and uh you know thinking about like the karazhan meta complete (laughs) specifically uh it was a lot of mid-range and aggro shaman that got me the first five, my first 500, my first gold portrait, which was shaman. Daring? Uh, I don't remember, in all honesty. It was either <laughs> priest or warlock, because that's what I was playing very early on in the game. So I, I That's what you play now. I do. <laughs> have you you've been like i've seen you come in and like uh, watch me when i'm going when you step away from your computer what have i been playing i the only thing i've been talking about playing on ladder has been mage like i've been playing mage constantly for this month (laughs) i just 
I have to give you a hard time. Yes, I know you do. <laughs> if if priest was better, like I don't, I didn't really enjoy the aggro priest because I'm not a huge aggro player. But um, the, the control priest right now doesn't super interest me. Um, yeah. So that's why I haven't really been playing priest. That's fair. Well, I think for me, it was actually Mage. I played in like the very early days of Hearthstone. I did a lot of like the Tempo Mage. And then uh, we got Goblins versus Gnomes. And I played a lot of Mech Mage. Uh, so I definitely uh, definitely was a Mage Hearthstone player <laughs> very early on. Um, all right. Daring, what deck do you play the most and why? Well, um, right now, did you play the most in general? (laughs) I don't know. Like I see shutter shutterwalk shaman was very much a big one. I've played massive amounts of control priest as I have over 2000 priest wins. So like priest, like controlling priest going back to like Galakron priest and like all those other ones. Um, Control Warrior was a huge one for me, too. Like, I played, especially when we go back to Boomsday and, like, um, what do you call it? Uh, Odd Warrior. <laughs> if you remember Odd Warrior. I, I honestly don't remember what the deck. I mean, I would have to say it's got to be a control Priest because I have 2,000 wins with Priest. And I guess I wouldn't be there if I hadn't had the most play time with the class, so... It's gotta be control priest. Mage. So it's probably one of two decks. The the first one that comes to mind is Murloc Paladin. I was a big fan of that. I hit Legend two months in a row. Like when I was, like that was like the second or third time I hit Legend, and then the third or fourth time I hit Legend. Uh, back when you know you were just playing your Murlocs on curve, and then you gentle Mega Sword, and then you won the game, and it. It was fantastic. The other deck would be Pirate Warrior. I, I've played a lot of that in specifically in Wild because uh, I I didn't uh, when when Warrior had a Pirate Warrior in Standard. I wasn't as into the game at that point, and I really like playing pirates and the ca- ships cannon and. And once we got Ankar, I loved that card as well. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be one of those two decks. Murloc Paladin or Pirate Warrior. I just, I like those. I'm looking for certain cards I want to play and buff these things to all get out and then just push them into your face to kill you. Sounds like my style of play, too. I, You know, now that you bring that up, I was thinking mine was a tie between two decks, but it might be too okay so i'll just say highlander hunter is probably the deck that i played the most uh anybody that that yeah has seen my stream or yeah when i was on the show i probably easily put 1500 to 2000 games just in highlander hunter alone um then the second deck behind that would be either the like death rattle cube hunter or murloc paladin um, I, I don't know. Cause I think at that point I wasn't, uh, paying attention as much to how much I played certain decks. So <laughs> now I pay more attention or I'm like, Hey, I've been playing Highlander Hunter for like 
God knows how long. <laughs> so, um, all right. Next, uh, I don't remember who I started with. So, Mage, you go first. <laughs> um, what card do you wish saw more play that just didn't or currently doesn't see play? So, a card that used to see play before it rotated to wild and then has come back into standard uh, with the introduction of the core set that is currently not seeing play that I wish saw more play is a pirate, actually. It is the rogue card Swashburglar. I don't know why, but I just, ah, as you play him, and it gives you a card and just, I, I just, I really like that card. And uh, like I'm not a big like Burgle Rogue sort of player, but that was a card I always liked, and uh, uh, that that's a card I wish saw more play in standard right now. So this Daring? so this can go back, right? We can talk about cards of yore, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got to be for me. It's got to be Hakar, the Soul Flayer, the the card, the ten drop that when you kill it. Drops a corrupted blood in both decks. So, and then when you draw it, a corrupted blood, it draws, it puts two of them back in your opponent's deck and does, it does two damage to you, puts two of them in your deck, and then it, you know, obviously it just snowballs and it kills someone. So, like, that and, um, Undertaker. I liked Rastakhan's Rumble. I feel like I'm the only one. I did too. No, I did too. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I really liked Hakar, and it wasn't super viable, but I played a lot of Hakar, so. You know, actually, the card that I picked is from Rastakhan's as well. And I'll read it because I feel like most people probably have no recollection of this card. It's called Arena Treasure Chest. Oh, it's yeah. A neutral, yeah. four mana, zero, four. Death Rattle, draw two cards. I just loved the theme of it. I was like, cool, you have this thing. You can buff it. It's a neutral, so you can play it in a bunch of decks. And then when it dies, you get to draw some cards. I just thought it was super cool. And it, like, never saw play. And I was very sad because I <laughs> wanted it to see play. Oh, but, yeah. Okay, next question. Daring. What card would keep you, would you, wow, okay, it's getting late. What card would you keep in standard for all time if you had the power? Seven mana, Dr. Boom hero card. <laughs> I would, should have known. <laughs> yep. That. That's, it's gotta be that. I mean, come on. Like, Dr. Boom is so cool. Mad Genius was such a cool card. Seven mana, seven armor, mechs have rush. Ah, oh, so cool. So cool. So, yes, it would definitely be Dr. Brew, Mad Genius, needs to come back. So, if we can pick unnerfed cards, uh, I'm going to... Well, I would pick the same card regardless. I don't... Again, I don't know when I became a rogue player exactly, but... Janice Jandis Barov is one of my favorite cards, and I'd prefer the five mana version rather than the six mana version. Uh, but I I would take either of them. I just feel like it's a card that is very versatile that 
presumably could find play uh, in in a lot of different types of rogue decks. Um, probably not all of them, but uh, definitely uh, a a nice big mid game threat for for a lot of different types of decks. And uh, I don't know, Vile Spine Slayer though. Now that I think about it, is also a card I really really like, and and I wouldn't mind having that. Always accessible. To I would. Well. So let's keep it in wild. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Dragon Rider. Where are you at? Carnivorous Cube. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm one of those people. I loved Cube, but again, like I, I don't know. I, Death Rattle Hunter, like the Katharina Death Rattle Cube Hunter, whatever you wanted to call it, was. It wasn't the first deck I got Legend with. That was Murloc Paladin. But I think in terms of like actually finding a deck that I enjoyed and that I felt like actually clicked with me was that deck. So I feel like the cube really taught me a lot about like just playing for tempo or playing it for less value than what you think you need and, and being able to just use it in multiple ways. So I feel like... That was a launching point for me in my like learning about the game and really getting better and improving. So it's it's got a special place for me. So I I just want cube all the time. <laughs> it's a cool card, one hundred percent. All right, let's go ahead and we'll we'll try to go through the rest of these quickly. So mage, what Hearthstone related physical item do you own, if any? I own lots of Hearthstone things. Going to BlizzCon, I've gotten a bunch of them. I've got a lot of the the card back pins that I really like. I've got one of the art books. Uh, I think my favorite is I actually have some uh, card art, uh, some pictures, some actual card art pictures from the artists that I have signed and framed on the wall. The the Imp Gang boss and the Tar Creeper. Uh, And I... I'm hoping that we get to go back to a physical BlizzCon again sometime soon so I can potentially add a few more to my to my uh, office wall here. Daring? Uh, I actually don't own any Hearthstone collectibles, believe it or not, with my ridiculous Marvel Legends and other figures and random stuff I collect. Unfortunately, I don't own any physical items. I guess I'm just going to have to deal with dumping $80 into the game every time an expansion comes out. <laughs> oh, shame. I I feel ashamed. Uh, let's see. As for me, I own... I think we have one of those, like, Hearthstone towels. So we've, we've hung it on the wall as, like, a, a decorative thing. Um, I have one of the, it's like the old ranks, the original uh, ranks from, you know, the 25 chicken to rank one innkeeper uh, with the like light up hearthstone at the bottom of the lanyard. Uh, and honestly, I think that's it, that, but I guess if we can count it as a physical item, uh, I do have one of the murlocs, the murloc that's eating the fish as a tattoo and Aww. I have the legend symbol and the Hearthstone logo as part of my, one of my tattoos as well. So I guess that's physically on me. I'll <laughs> so count that. that I'll count that. Yeah. 
All right. Well, that wraps up our what section. Now let's go to the last category. Why, Mage? Why have you kept playing Hearthstone after so many years? I I mean, I still love the game. I I like logging in. I like seeing... I, I like seeing what happens next. I don't always like what I end up seeing, but it is. <laughs> it, 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 I, I just I enjoy the community around the game as well. There's just there's just so much to like about the game. The, we got new game modes now. Uh, there's the collectible aspect of like the card backs and the hero portraits and all this. There's just so many different things. And I just I I like it all, so I, that's why I keep I keep going. There. So I like the community. I like the people around the game. I like. Um, I I I always enjoyed card games. I always enjoyed the strategy and like the thing that was difficult about card games in the past was you had to go to a shop on a specific day and then you know you you get a few games in now with hearthstone like this is one of the things i always say about the game i'm like i can boot the client up i can get a game within 30 seconds and if i want to be done you know it, i can it go from like two to 20 minutes depending on what what it is but like i can just get a game in anytime i want and get that competition and like, it just feels it, it just scratches that itch of being able to compete, and like I like it. I really like it. I, I mean, I enjoy the game. I enjoy all the art. I enjoy the setting. I just love the fact that it's just a card game where I can get a multiplayer game anywhere I am within like thirty seconds of opening my phone. Yeah, I, I feel very similar to both of you you know the community keeps me coming back uh i just love the game i think for me personally one big thing is that uh before hearthstone i hadn't really found something that i was actually passionate about um i tended to find projects and and hobbies and things that i might do temporarily or for a short time and then either would get bored of it or then not like it or feel like I sucked at it for too long and then I would be like well I'm done with that (laughs) and just move on to something else uh you know there are definitely some days I still feel like that about Hearthstone but you know it's it's something that I feel like I actually enjoy and once I started to feel that like confidence about myself like hey I can I can do this I can I can play this I can be pretty good at this game I can do more with the game like content or or, you know talking to other people um that's it's kept me playing and like mage said you know always that interest of like okay what's what's coming next what's the next expansion and the next story what are what are going to be the cool new things uh and now even recently like what are the new game modes uh because that's been exciting so yeah that keeps me coming back um all right uh daring why do you play the decks you pick each expansion? So, like, is it meta decks, fun decks, something you enjoy? Is there another reason you, you generally tend to pick the decks you play? Um, so, 
when I go on ladder, I try I play meta decks that I try and find meta decks that I enjoy. Um, when I'm playing in casual, I will play the ridiculous stuff that like um that is off meta. Like I've been playing in casual just to scratch the control pre-stitch. I've been playing quest priest. Um, so like I kind of aim for meta on on ladder and when I'm off, I'll play I'll play the decks that seem fun to me as well. So I I tend to pick meta decks. I want meta decks that are powerful, thought to be good, and I want to try and get good at them uh, to the point where I can actually have success with them. Sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. But that that typically I I, I don't I don't play for fun. I play to try and win, and so there you go. I I play meta decks. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I think. Uh, I tend to also generally pick meta decks, um, but for me, I change it up, and it depends on where we're at in the expansion cycle uh, and kind of my mood, <laughs> I guess, honestly, like, you know, because sometimes I'm like, I'm just tired of this stuff, and I just want to play something fun and just throw my own terrible deck together and play it and see how it does, and then sometimes I want to get... Uh, you know, real serious and, and learn all of the stuff. Uh, like I was really trying to learn all of the meta decks and matchups before I did the casting. So I think for me, it's, it's varied and depends on my goal. Now we've got three questions left. We're going to do lightning round. So real quickly, mage, why did you want to start creating content about the game? I thought if I showed other people how the game that they would like it as much as I liked it. And so that that was my my motivation. I, I just I didn't know anybody that was playing really, so I wanted to get help get them in the game. And some people it did. I don't know that too many did, but uh you know, that's that's what got me to creating content. Um I wanted to talk about Hearthstone and have friends to talk about Hearthstone with, so like that was pretty much it. Yeah, I think kind of similar for me. I, you know, I said how Hearthstone kind of was the first thing that I felt passionate about and maintained passion through. So, yeah, for me, it was was about sharing that passion with with other people. Um, all right, so, Mage, why do you keep playing Standard? I don't know, because that's just the thing to do, I guess. Uh, I mean, so I, I play wild. I play some of the other modes. I, I think I play standard because it's, like, the easiest to get your head around. And, like, you know, it's it's the one that I think obviously has the most focus of the developers and stuff as well. And... and you know, so I, I think that it it's just easier to kind of just start there. I mean, my answer is pretty similar because like, I it's where the focus of the team is, and that's what they spend almost all their time working on is standard. It's the most competitive format. That's the most support. I focus on that. 
Yeah, my answer is pretty similar, actually, as well. Like, I I am very big into the tournaments and being competitive. This game kind of really helped me show that I wanted to do that and introduced me to, to casting and production and, and that side of it. And you know, I think that's the biggest focus for sure. And um, I like, personally, also how often standard changes in terms of, like, I do tend to kind of get bored, especially since I do content and I play the game so much. So for me, I'm like, okay, cool. Expansion every couple months. That helps me keep uh, keep excited about it. All right. Last question. Daring, we'll start with you. Why do you play or not play Hearthstone modes outside of standard? Um, I like a little bit of a switch up. I like taking a little bit of a break from standard sometimes. Like taking a, a walk away from the ladder, and I play casual, but um, most part I play battlegrounds as well. So like I think battlegrounds is super fun and is different enough from Hearthstone itself that it feels like you're playing a different game with the auto battler stat, uh, style. So I really like it. So like I like being able to do something similar but different. Mage. Yeah, I I play the other the other modes. I play a lot of wild. I've gotten legend in wild a few times. I I have just recently, like this month or so, gotten into battlegrounds, and I'm having a lot of fun with that. Now that I actually am, I don't want to say good at it, but I will say I have a better understanding of what's going on, which it which is great. And I I just like how different the different modes feel and like the different card set for wild versus standard makes a big difference battle battlegrounds obviously is a huge departure uh from a from a deck building game so that feels different i'm potentially looking forward to mercenaries because that looks like another completely different thing than than what we've had so far so I I just I find something fun or interesting about all the other all the other modes, so that's why I'm playing them. Yeah, I think for me, I do play or at least have played each of them. Uh, I probably played the least of duels. So that just did not feel like my thing. I also did not play very much classic. Um, years ago, I actually was really into arena, um, so I've gotten you know twelve the twelve win key on like a couple of the different servers. Uh, you know, really into that. It for me, it kind of just depends again on like the mood I'm in, kind of how I'm feeling about one mode and what's what's drawing me to a different mode. So you know, battlegrounds when it was really the big thing, and and more new, it was much more exciting for me. So hopefully, I stick through mercenaries a lot longer. But yeah, I'm super excited for mercenaries. Uh, but thank you both for playing the who, what, and why game. And just a reminder for uh, the listeners, we'd love to hear some of your answers as well because some of these uh, questions, there's definitely a wide variety of answers, I feel like, across the community. So we'd love to hear your answers as well. Let us know. Join our Discord. But thank you both for playing and and sharing. I hope that uh, you both enjoyed it as well. I did. So let us move to wrap up and this week's poll question. Mage, what do we have? So we're going to steal a question that Dragon Rider asked during the uh, during the game show. What card do you wish saw more play in standard that currently isn't seeing play? 
it's open-ended. We don't have a specific uh, poll choices. So you should just reply and give us the card that you'd like to see uh, see more play. And uh, we'll talk about some of those uh, answers on next week's show. Speaking of the show, you can find us on Twitter at Dr3HS. You can follow our top pin tweet to join the Discord and answer these questions. Yay! And you can email us at dr3hs at gmail.com. You can find myself on Twitter and uh, Twitch at Daring Alkaline. Dragon Rider? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Donnie DK. That's D A W N I E D K. You can find me streaming Tuesday through Saturday starting at 6 a.m. Mountain Time. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Dragon Rider DK. Also, Dragon Rider DK on YouTube. And uh, I've also started, uh, for anybody interested, over on my YouTube, I'm calling them Dragon's Dailies. I'm doing a short, a daily short every day with just like a quick, you know, they're, the shorts are a minute or less. So minute or less little video of just daily tips, advice, mindset, suggestions, things like that. So would love to have you all check that out if, uh, if you're interested. And Mage, take us home. Uh, you can find me on Twitter talking about Hearthstone, Battlegrounds, uh, D&D, uh, baseball games, apparently, because I went to a baseball game last weekend. All that sort of stuff and more uh, at Mage of Death. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, you've been listening to... Doctor Three.